Blog Talk Radio. Okay, listeners, I have my next guest on board here. I've been very anxious to talk to her about her new uh, documentary film short. We're speaking to director, film director, producer, and a professor, uh, Laura Waters Henson. Good afternoon, and thank you for chatting with us. Oh, good afternoon. Thank you so much for having me. Well, you have one nice uh, documentary on your hand. Unfortunately, the topic is not nice. It's about homelessness in America. And the title of the film is Street Reporter. And it is very good. In fact, it is just not my opinion. It is so good until it is now, uh, I understand, beca- has become an Oscar qualifier for a potential nomination for an Academy Award. W- what is it about do you think about this film that's, that's resonating so well with people? Because there are lots and lots and lots of books and films about the, the problem of homelessness. But what's so different about this one? Um, well, well, thank you. Um, you know, I think that, that the issue of homelessness is so, um, if you look at just the numbers, it gets so overwhelming for people to wrap their minds around the issue of homelessness when you try to look at it on a large scale. And so Street Reporter looks at one person's story. It looks at the story of Sheila White, who, yes, she's a woman who has, you know, been living on the streets of Washington, D.C. for eight years and living in women's shelters, but she's a woman with a dream and a, and a drive to transform her life. And so the film journeys alongside Sheila as she goes back to college at age 59 to study to be a photojournalist, and as she uh, becomes a photographer for Street Sense newspaper, which is our local um, newspaper here in D.C. that is run by and written by people who have experienced homelessness. And so, you know, it's an amazing um, kind of intimate, hopeful, triumphant journey of a woman who is on a mission to transform her life. And so I think it, it gives people a lot of hope um, about ideas for possible solutions. But it's not, it's not a film with a lot of solutions. It's one person. And so I think people are resonating with, with the story of Sheila. It's definitely a different angle uh, because uh, Sheila has, as you stated, she's been there where these people are, these homeless people are. Um, but also, uh, the film also is working with journalist Reginald Black. Um, so how did you, filmmakers, how did you find Sheila, or did she find you guys? Sure. So, yeah, you mentioned that I'm a professor. I teach at American University, and I run something called the Community Voice Lab, and that is a, a project to connect uh, filmmakers with local storytellers in, in the D.C. community in a kind of a collaborative filmmaking um, endeavor. And so I got connected to Street Sense Media, which is this advocacy media group uh, for the homeless, through um, one of our students at AU, Brian Bello, who ended up being the, the producer on the film. He had helped start the Filmmakers Co-op at Street Sense, and he had spent five or six years working with Sheila and Reggie both folks in the film, on, you know, teaching them and training them in filmmaking skills. And so when I joined uh, AU, joined the faculty, I started to get to know this group of reporters, and I started bringing my students, my graduate students down there, and, um, and we were able to begin following their team of reporters as they were reporting on 
the issue of Tent City, we were observing their reporting process. And through that process, I got to know Sheila and was just so struck by her determination and her resilience that the film, you know, I ended up filming her off and on for almost two years through the pandemic and everything else. So we got to be very close um, through that process. In fact, I just took her to Telluride uh, over the weekend. We showed the film at a, a film festival called Original Thinkers in Telluride, Colorado. She'd never been to Colorado before, and, and it was an amazing screening. She got a, a standing ovation from the crowd, uh, just because her story is just so inspiring. When you just stated that, I, chills just went all over my my feet. Um, oh. I really did. I was just, you know, this is a lady who was once upon a time homeless. She went back to college. And to see her get this type of motivation and accolades is just just a beautiful story. Oh, I don't, I, oh, well, I'm, I'm so glad you feel that way. Yes, I do. I do, too. You know, and, and you know what? I want to make, this is a point that I like to make about the film because some people say, or people think it's a film addressing homelessness, which it is. But it's really about more than that. It's really about a person who has been so dehumanized mm -hmm. by the system of homelessness in, in which she found herself. And that when she receives housing, it helps to restore her to herself, to her humanity. And it's really about a restoration of a person to uh, become the person that she wanted to be, this dream of, of being an artist, of being a photojournalist. And so it's, it's like it's about homelessness on one level, and on another level it's about something, I think, deeper and more hopefully universal that all of us can kind of connect to. We all yearn to be kind of restored to ourselves and who we were sort of intended to be, and I think that's Sheila's story here. And not only does Miss Sheila's story uh, resonate about her own personal journey, but it also sends a message of hope and inspiration to people, especially women, um, because she's 50, when we see her in the movie, she's 59, and it addresses the problem of not only homelessness, but ageism, as to how oh. it's never too late to go back and pick up those dreams, no matter where you are in life. I think that's the message that I also love about Miss Sheila's journey, and, and your film as well. Oh, I love that. Absolutely. It's like um, it, it, she has this sort of indomitable spirit about her where she's like, I don't care. She says in the film, you know, most people are looking to retire. I'm I'm just starting to go to work. I'm just starting my life here, almost age 60. Um, and so that that's such a great point, Janice. It, it is. Well, I, I don't want to give away too much, but can you tell us, I can only imagine the opportunities that are awaiting Miss Sheila, but can you give us, you know, we we know she just got back from Telluride with you, but any other upcoming, I mean, has she finished college, and what's going on with her that you can tell us? Sure, yeah, she's doing so well. She just um, graduated with her um, associate's degree. She got two different associate's uh, certificates from the University of the District of Columbia, and now she's working on her full bachelor's. And she is continuing, you know, to write for Street Sense paper, and she just got a new camera, so she was taking pictures all over Telluride. And oh, wow. um, really, she's finding her voice. You know, when we first started showing the film, she was pretty timid. And now she <laughs> she just, like, commands a stage. It's, 
it's been pretty remarkable to see her her own kind of transformation um, coming out of her shell to tell her story. And, you know, there was a lady just a couple nights ago that came up to us right after the screening with tears in her eyes. And, and she was one of the people helping run the event. And she just quietly knelt down next to Sheila and she said, you know, this story touched me so much because I lived out of my car for two years. Oh, and I, you know, and she told this whole story about how she was in college, but she couldn't afford anything. And she got labeled as indigent by the IRS and that she, you know, had this, such a long story of being homeless herself and trying how to change her life. And so she just came with tears in her eyes and felt so kind of known by Sheila. And they, they gave each other a big hug. I mean, it was, there was some really special interaction. So she, she was doing wonderfully. She's, um, I'm incredibly proud of her, and she's a remarkable person. Really is. Well, to further speak of screenings, um, I know that the film had a recent screening uh, at the Original Thinkers Festival, and now you have a huge one coming up October 20th uh, at the United Nations Association Film Festival. So now, is that going to take place in D.C. or New York? So the U.N. Uh, uh, Association Festival is actually in San Francisco. Well, I was kind of yeah. way off, wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, but at least we're going coast to coast. I think it's our first screening in um, San Francisco. I mean, in no, it's shown in California, but it's definitely our first San Francisco screening. Okay. Uh, so that's coming up. We've got the Washington West Film Festival in Virginia, which is coming up in a couple of days. Um, I think of what other ones we have. I, I know we have some more. I just start to kind of forget all of the details. But, yeah, we are doing also university screenings and nonprofit screenings. You know, we're basically making it available for free for educational purposes. Oh, so, you know, please get in touch with us at streetreporterfilm.com because we're making it available. I had a woman who teaches on a Navajo reservation, and she was like, can we please show it on the reservation to students who – you know, have really hard lives. They'd love to see this picture of a woman who's, you know, of overcoming so much. I said, absolutely. And she was going to, you know, zoom in with them. And so we're, we're trying to really get it out there as, as widely as we can and have it be really a free resource for educational purposes. Oh, I love the fact that you're offering it free. So it's streetreporterfilm.com and people can see it totally free. I love well, it. they can email us. They can email us. If it's an educational purpose, then yes, we can share a link with them. Okay, if your educational purposes. Okay. I am going to be, I wish I was on the voting committee, but I'm going to be cheering loud and clear. I might even get some pom-poms. For, <laughs> for your film to be to get that full Oscar nomination. So deserving. Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> well, please, Janice, anything you can. You are so kind to even post this and uh, cheerlead for us. We really, really appreciate it. Well, it's very deserving. And I just, I would just love to see all of you walk the red carpet on your way to the ceremonies. I, I just, I, I love this film. <laughs> I can say, I really love this film. I oh, really wonderful. do. Well, now, okay. Got to wrap this up here. Now, you yourself, um, you have done some amazing work uh, as a filmmaker. You've, uh, you know, tell, tell everybody just a little bit about your past career before Street Recorder. Sure. Yeah, I've been um, 
directing, producing documentaries for about the past 15 years. I, um, my first couple of documentaries were really about Rwanda and post-genocide Rwanda. And so I've done two films there, As We Forgive. Uh, that one did win the Student Academy Award back in 2008. And then um, another follow-up called Mama Rwanda. And, and both of those films were about how people in post-genocide Rwanda were healing, reconciling, building businesses, trying to transform their country after, you know, the devastation of that war. Um, you know, I've done other docs about historical figures. I did a documentary about entrepreneurs in the underworld of hot dog vending in D.C. called Dog Days, and that was on America Reframed on PBS. Um, I'm about to finish, well, actually, I just finished a new documentary. Uh, it's kind of, I wouldn't call it a follow-up, but it's a, it's a film that is about solutions to the housing crisis and the housing affordability crisis. Um, it's called Project Home, and that film is premiering at the Heartland Film Festival next week. And it's a feature documentary, and it, and it looks at sort of um, this journey of some tech entrepreneurs and housing advocates to build some of the world's first 3D-printed homes um, around the world. And so it's a really also hopeful film about, you know, innovations and technology and how they can help solve some of these huge uh, global issues like, like housing affordability. So you can look for that one, Project Home, coming out very soon. Um, and otherwise, you know, I'm, I'm, I teach documentary film at American, and um, I have three kids, and <laughs> that's a little bit about me. Well, your hands are definitely full on both accounts here as a mom and, you know, filmmaker and a professor. You are a little bit busy there, but you're doing it all quite well, obviously. <laughs> oh, it's never perfect. I, I try. There's a lot, a lot of plates in the air. Well, now, again, uh, if people want to reach out to you, maybe they have a topic of a, a film doc they want to bring to your attention, how, should they go to streetreporterfilm.com to reach out to you or what? Sure, they can go to streetreporterfilm.com or they can go to my website. It's just my full name, Laura Waters Henson, okay. H-I-N-S-O-N dot com, um, and connect with me there. So either way, it'll it'll... It'll all get back to me. Well, and lastly, do you, um, I mean, all of the successes you've had as a filmmaker, do you accept uh, suggestions and ideas from people to do different docs that you've done or what? I, I, I'm always open to ideas. Okay. I have done original ideas myself and gotten them funded. I have had people come to me and commission me to, direct films um, for them if they come with an idea and a budget. That's okay. always helpful. Very. If people just have access or have an idea, you know, people might say, oh, I have this interesting trove of archival footage and, you know, don't know what to do with it, or there's this or that story that I have access to. I love to hear that. So, yes, definitely send ideas or inquiries. Um, you know, funding is always the big, yes. <laughs> the big question with independent film, but I'm always open to any new ideas. That's very good to hear. Very good to hear. Well, as I said, I'm going to definitely be cheering for uh, Street Reporter to get the full nomination. And we will just see what happens. But meanwhile, you've got a lot of premieres coming up. And I just thank you so much 
for doing this film short. It is so deserving for whatever accolades it continues to pick up. And give my regards to Miss Sheila. I've never met her. Maybe one day I will, but just let her know how inspiring her story is, her journey is, especially to people like me. No, I absolutely will. And we'll we'll definitely put a link um, on our site to this when it gets is it is it live right now? <laughs> no, we're live. recording. We're just recording. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's great. Well, I would love to, you know, um, to promote this, and and mm-hmm. we just thank you for even being interested in our in our project and helping us reach new audiences. That really uh, means a lot to us. So thank you. I am so delighted to be able to do so, to help out, to promote and spread the word. So I hope to plan on talking to you, my dear, after the nominations are announced next year. The Oscar. <laughs> oh my goodness! I well, that would be a dream come true. Let me tell you. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Eyes crossed. And prayers going up. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. Well, Laura, you oh. have a great rest of the week, and thank you so much for taking the time to chat. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I hope we talk again soon. Yes, we will. Okay then. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com.
Thank you. 